I wish that I had better news. I wish that this was another podcast episode where I talked about how amazing the guest was and how incredible the guest was and how great the guest was, but it really wasn't. That wasn't the case. It turns out that uh, Peter Overzet isn't who I thought he was. He wasn't who, uh, he's not who a lot of you people think that he is. And he was actually extremely rude. And I'm really just posting this. It wasn't even, I honestly wasn't going to post it, but at this point I just want to expose him because he's a fake, um, disrespectful. And I really hope that everybody truly understands who Pete is after this. And everything that you hear uh, is him coming from him and totally unfiltered and raw. I didn't edit any of this. Um, we had some tef- technical difficulties in between, but we figured it out. So I hope that everybody is ready to hear who the real Peter Overzet is, if that's even his real name. So here's an interview that went awry with Peter Overzet. Welcome back to the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Edwin Porras, Doctor of Physical Therapy, Medical Analyst at FantasyPoints.com. Today we're going to talk going to talk to a very special guest. I think today is going to be really illuminating because the zero RB conversation on Twitter has obviously exploded um, in this offseason. But you're going to talk to one of the brilliant minds I started following, uh, especially last, I think it was 2019 season actually found Pete. It took me a while to find him, but he's been putting out a ton of content really talking about um, the value of drafting receivers. And I think that since especially the conversation has exploded uh, on, on Twitter, I think that talking about zero RB and the benefits of wide receivers and how deep the wide receiver pools are and everything. I think, anyway, I, I'm, I'm going on and on here, but I'm super excited to have him on because at Peter Overzet on Twitter, he's going to tell us all about it. Pete, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, dude. Uh, I'm feeling a little bad. I heard that introduction and I don't know if you didn't see my messages and stuff, but I'm not really about that zero RB life anymore. Uh, 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 okay. I, sorry. Uh, what message uh, on Twitter? Yeah, oh, I, I, I didn't check. I don't know if uh, yeah. I, you, you want to do this whole show, but um, I've really had a kind of come to Jesus moment uh, recently. And I realized what an idiot I've been thinking that this kind of hyper fragile, anti fragile strategy in a season that's going to be filled with chaos would somehow be optimal. And uh, I, I don't know if you want to, um, like try to do another show or I know you put together all these questions, but I just don't really feel comfortable talking about a strategy. I don't actually believe in. I can edit this out. Let, let me just, let me chat with you for a second. What do you mean? You're not zero RB. Like, what are you talking about? You're literally the reason that I followed you was because of all the stuff you're putting out about zero RB. Yeah. I just want to, I just do want to confirm this is off the record. So I, I guess we can, uh, all right. Yeah. These questions I'm going to have to scrap here. I don't, I mean, I guess just tell me what you're talking about, man. Yeah. I, mean, I just like, there. there's only so many times, again, this is off the record, but there's only so many times that people can call you a cuck online, like a little beta boy who needs testosterone pills because he's going to draft literally zero running backs, even though you need to start running backs. And they say how curious that is. And I like, I would never admit this publicly, but I've been bullied into becoming a robust RB truther. And now look, like, you know how things work online. You know, there's a performative aspect to it. And I'm going to have to kind of do uh, a PR spin, a, a rehab on my image. But I think I will be able to pull that off. But between you and me, man, I I caved. I, I There's just so many people when they at you and make fun of you for your draft strategy that eventually the juice isn't worth the squeeze. And I'm willing to draft running backs now. 
what do your employers say about this? I mean, are they, are they behind this or they behind? Like, Honestly, this is, you're kind of the first person I've really kind of talked this through. This is kind of my big, you know, coming out moment about this. And so I don't know how everyone's going to react. I just hope that, you know, they love me for who I am and they're not, you know, going to judge I gotta, me. I got to say, man, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I mean, all the tweets about the counselor, um, all the tweets that you've been putting out about, I mean, who's this, who's this guy that you, you, you took a picture of him working hard all day, um, him working harder than you, the, the hardest work worker that you'll ever meet. Like, I thought that was the whole deal. I thought that was a part of the shtick. Like, are you turning into that guy? Well, that's the thing, you know, people, and it's, again, this is all off the record, uh, but people kind of assume that I'm making fun of the counselor, but what I really realized in my kind of deepest, darkest moments is that I was inspired by him and his work ethic is unparalleled. His ability to connect with his fans is awe inspiring. His ability to spark conversation and really move the intellectual discourse of fantasy football to new levels. And the more I thought about his robust RB philosophy, the more I realized what he's doing is correct because here I'm just some measly guy on Instagram. I, I have like 400 followers and half of them are like my extended cousins and aunts and uncles and all that. And yet this dude has like 200,000 Instagram followers. I want some of that juice. I want some of that robust RB. And again, this is all off the record. You know, I don't want it to look like, you know, this is all orchestrated and calculated. And I only push a strategy based on, you know, my follower count, but it's hard to deny the numbers. And the robust RB, let's just say it, it's a more profitable strategy in the social media streets. And I, I'm ready to about face. What Have you talked to Denny about this, any of this? Have you talked to anybody, any of your, co- dude, I got to say, I don't fucking, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I swear I'm not recording right now, but are you being serious right now? Like who, what do your friends say about this? What does your wife say about this? What, what's, dude, I got to say, I don't fucking get it. This I, is, I'm sorry. I know I keep saying that, but what the fuck? It's all, it's all right, dude. I, I, I applaud like this show sheet you sent over. It's like 2000 words of zero RB. We're going to go into everything, but it's just like, I, I can't bullshit. All right. I don't know how to bullshit. I only can be myself. And this is where I'm at. It, as far as, you know, what my friends think, you know, like Denny, here's the dirty little secret. Even these hardcore zero RB guys, you'll go check a draft. <laughs> yeah, they got Christian McCaffrey on the team. Or hell, I was doing a draft with Denny the other day, and he wanted to draft Jonathan Taylor. I mean, so these guys at the end of the day, and what I realized is I am a fraud. I am a fraud who actually does end up drafting some running backs. And I think if you really put someone like Denny's feet to the fire, even Mr. Sean Siegel himself, the godfather of zero RB, he would admit that he likes running backs and he likes Man, drafting I, running backs. Okay, here's the fucking I brought you on here to talk zero RB. It's the most optimal strategy. It's the thing that that literally has gotten me to the point that I'm at from a fantasy perspective. Dude, is this really it? Like this is like are we going to hit record or like what, what I, I don't I don't even know what to, I don't even know where to go from here honestly, but Did, I got, to be completely honest, you come on my show and you don't want to talk zero RB, the one thing that's made you popular in my opinion, other than your really corny jokes and shitty jokes that you put out that nobody really likes. They just want to be cool and fit in. Like I got to be honest, man, you're you're sort of pissing me off. What the cor- are, dude, where is this 
Where's your this coming TikTok, from? Your TikTok dances? Man, nobody thinks those are fucking funny. I don't do dances on TikTok. I do meta commentary about the state of the fantasy football industry. What are you talking you about? I drafted, a te- I drafted an entire team. I went Michael Thomas, Juju, Marquise Brown, Terry McLaurin. I kept drafting wide receivers. I have Paris Campbell. After I took Paris Campbell, I decided to take... Uh, who, Darrington Evans. He's the last dude that I took because basically all the shit that you put out. Okay, y- your name is the FB injury doc. I, dare I say you should stick to injuries, dude? I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say it. Stick to injuries. What is? Why aren't you talking to other doctors on this podcast? It's called like the doctor podcast, and, and yet you're talking to me? Like, why are you all up in my grill? Shouldn't you be talking about like broken femurs or Fuck something? You. Okay, because I brought you on here to teach everybody what it what it was like to actually draft an opt optimally and i i don't understand i think i've misunderstood you this entire time you know what just fuck this entire episode let's just scrap it no, no edwin are you i I'm, i give you permission to start recording right now are you recording do you really you really want to do this like do you really want to we're eight minutes in man i, I press, haven't been able to press the record anymore. button press the record button because i have something to say to you on the record all right start recording in three two one No, fuck you, Edwin. Fuck you. I hope everyone got that. All right, everybody. That was at Peter Overzet uh, on Twitter. I don't really know where that came from. We had a little bit of a discourse before, um, but I think that's that's it for your a shorter episode today. Um, I guess Wait, you're gonna you're gonna run a 14 second episode of me saying fuck you and then you plugging my twitter account you're sick dude i don't even know if this is gonna get honestly i don't think i'm gonna publish this man like i thought i i'm just extremely disappointed in who you are i don't even understand what ha- what just happened honestly this is a waste of my fucking time all right s- stop recording let's go off the record again and i do give you permission to use the that a minute and 10 seconds of content but dude we i think we just had a massive miscommunication here and i like i sincerely sincerely apologize that i'm not you know the zero rb thought leader you want me to be anymore but it's just like you have to have an open mindset and as a host your job is to make the guests feel good whatever they bring to the table you are there to facilitate facilitate bullshit okay i am here on my own time it's dude this let's just be honest this is all bullshit it's literally a game about a game. It's it's all bullshit. So why do you care what because version of it matters, we're man? Fantasy about? football matters. It's my outlet. It's my escape. It's the one thing I come to when I don't have to fucking put up with the bullshit that goes on all around me. And here you are telling me that you're friends with the counselor all of a sudden. What are you, some sort of some sort of lion among sheep? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know I don't have uh, your webcam up right now. I assume you don't do a, a video podcast because you don't want it to be revealed that you right. literally are just I'm a done. man with a sheep head. I'm good. No, no, I blocked off. I blocked off. Okay, right. twenty four minutes for this podcast. Let's, let's move on. Let's. Move I said on. I'll give you twenty four okay, minutes of time. All right, tell me about your starting yeah. fantasy industry. Um, starting the fantasy industry. Um, so. I, uh, I got my start, uh, driving down to Bristol, Connecticut, and I would head to the ESPN episode. Do do you want to know my origin story? And I would, uh, I would swing by a hobby lobby. I'd get a big poster board and I would write on it in just giant Sharpie marker. I am the next great thing in fantasy. 
And I would hold it up outside of Matthew Berry's office. Just nonstop, I would you know throw little rocks up there. I have been removed from the ESPN campus a few times. And basically what I learned in life is you go and you get what you want. And I wanted to be the next big analyst at ESPN. Well, that obviously hasn't happened and, has a piece. So what happened after that? Okay, I guess you don't care about how that ended. It uh, actually ended in a restraining order, and I'm not allowed within 250 feet of the Bristol campus, but you didn't want that full story. And um, basically what that inspired me to do was to do my own thing and to laugh like no one is listening, to dance like no one is watching, to tweet like no one will fave it. And that has kind of been my motto ever since then, and I really beat to the rhythm of my own drum. No, I meant to, I meant to say I march to the rhythm of my own drum, Edwin. And and that's kind of my story. And that's why I'm here today. And I think that that told us absolutely really, nothing uh, about how you're cool. at all these different places with your randomizer, best ball drafts, your swole cast. It literally, you didn't tell us anything. Okay. Well, you want you want this to be uh, the plug show? You know, is, is, I thought this Listen was the doctor it. show. How about let's talk about injuries? Let's talk about David Montgomery, non-contact injury. At least it'll be on theme when people click this stupid podcast. They'll get to know what they're listening to. Let's talk about David Montgomery's well, at injury. At this point, it seems like you're, you've got about eighteen thousand shares of David Montgomery and all your fucking drafts. Apparently, sorry. Okay. okay. <clears throat> sorry. Um, I. Ever since I abandoned Zero RB, uh, I immediately got into about 400 drafts, all of which I took David Montgomery in the early fifth round. Uh, absolute smash pick as your fifth running back and robust RB build. So yes, when I see he was carted off today with a non-contact injury, yeah, I'm a little on edge today, Edwin. I think that's understandable considering all the circumstances. Do you know what kind of bad luck it is, Edwin, to become a robust RB guy right when the Raiders sign their 19th pass catching back and you've drafted Josh Jacobs at the beginning of the second round or when Kenyon Drake is in a walking boot and you've been hammering him at the end of the first round or when you draft David Montgomery as your fifth running back and he gets carted off. Yeah, I'm on edge okay. these days, Edwin. This can't be real. Read me read me your last draft. The last draft that you did. Read me in order all the players that you drafted in your last draft. All right. Round one, Kenyon Drake. He was in a walking boot last year at this time. Don't worry about it. Round two, Josh Jacobs. Look, I know they got Jalen Richard. They drafted Lynn Bowden. They get Theo Riddick and free agency like I'm not worried about it. Josh Jacobs, I just know is going to catch passes. I know it. Round three, Leonard Fournette. Now, yes, can you get him in round four sometimes? But to me, he's you know, a bell cow back like at Leonard a discount. Fournette. Yeah, well, Evan Silva is a hack. No, round four, Todd Gurley. Okay? I mean, the fact that he fell to me in round four is absolutely insane. I mean, this was... Uh, I don't know if anyone ever played Dynasty football, but he was the undisputed 101 in Dynasty when he came out as a rookie. So, yeah, try to tell me not to draft a 101 rookie you just in the fourth me, round of a 2020 a redraft flag. I'm a doctor, and I just told you that he has arthritis in his knee, and you took him in the fourth round. As their fourth running back. Okay. Um, explain that for me. Arthritis is what like little old ladies get in their fingers. I'm not really worried about it in a knee for a young, healthy football player, okay. Edwin. fifth pick? Round five, David Montgomery, just absolute smash pick. Uh, I know Tariq Cohen's there, but I really did believe they were going to throw to him more this year. And that's, I mean, that, you know it, right? 
it's injury bad luck. No one can predict injuries, Edwin. So yeah, I I, I have been starting five and, and look in round six. I've been reaching for Zach Moss. Now I know everyone else has been taking him in round nine and round ten all off season. It wasn't it wasn't until I heard that he was going to be more involved from a few beat reporters that I finally realized this guy that they spent draft capital on really to take over the Frank Gore role. Brought him on here. No, no, I'm on mute. That's fine. He's just talking. Hello. Are you? Are you there? Is was that? Are you going to edit that out? Uh, sorry. I, I, would you just? Would you just hear me say? You asked. You asked me right, for right, my right. full sorry, draft. Six, uh, I, okay, I, Zach Moss. Keep talking. Round six was Zach Moss. Round seven, I took okay, Keyshawn Vaughn. I think all this. You're just rat a tat tat here. You're six running backs deep. Your ball's deep. When do you consider drafting any other position? I mean, JJ Zacharyson would say, hey, start thinking about a quarterback here once you get to that seventh, eighth round, maybe. Especially if you want to get a top tier guy, just depending on everything. I mean, are you going to draft any other positions here, Pete? I mean, the seventh round. Wait, wait. The. The late round quarterback is now advocating to take a QB in seventh and eighth round. Talk, why you're crushing me from going for zero RB to robust RB and late round QB is now mid round QB out here, Edward. That's the news. That's the story. Get him on this podcast. You can't probably get him on this podcast. Yeah, he is, He's too he is, big he is, for this um, shit. But I, at this point, I think that he, uh, he'd probably agree that your draft strategy is a little questionable. So, okay. D- when was, when did you take any other position? I mean, how many running backs did you take before you actually took another position? 13. 13. 13 running backs. Here's the thing about robustness. The idea of robustness, listen to me, Edwin, I'm about to teach you a a concept that Nassim Taleb writes about. I think everyone could actually learn something from this show for once. My God. When you are drafting for robustness, you are resisting chaos. We know there will be chaos at the running back position. The only way to insulate ourselves from that chaos is to draft a shit ton of running backs. Okay, wide receivers deep this man. Do you know who? Do you know who I drafted in the fourteenth round? I got Kenny Stills. Okay, Kenny Stills can be your wide receiver one. There's a million Kenny Stills, but there's not thirteen great running backs. Okay. Will Fuller and behind Randall Cobb and behind, I think, a lot of other receivers in general. Yeah, um, maybe, uh, hey, Mr. Doctor Man, how does uh, how often does Will Fuller finish a season? <laughs> okay, moving on. Who was your next not running back that you drafted? I took Nick Foles. I, everyone I talk to says stacking is all the rage and it doesn't have to be to a pass catcher, it can be to the running back. You're making a bet on the offense. I wanted to make a bet on the Bears offense with that David Montgomery pick. It stinks. It backfired. But he's inches. That's how it goes. He's inches ahead of uh, Mitch Trubisky. So I guess we can give you that one there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Penis penis joke on the on the Doctor <laughs> yeah, Fantasy P- podcast. I mean, isn't that a HIPAA violation? No, we're not I talking mean, about anybody anybody's penis in particular. We're just talking about the general penis. It seemed like you were talking about Nick Foles' penis. Didn't you take a Hippocratic oath here's not to make Here's a question out of the show sheet, Pete. Who are some of your inspirations? The counselor. Who is Fantasy that? Mansion. Who is, I mean, I, I know I've said I, I joke about knowing who the counselor is, but I legitimately have no idea who that guy is. The counselor is a revolutionary figure in the fantasy space who largely posts on Instagram and has converted uh, millions 
of viewers and subscribers and followers into robust RB zombies. Okay. Who else is your next inspiration? Fantasy Mansion, who uh, used to be a zero RB guy, but has somehow also adopted the fantasy counselor strategy. And it's uh, it's apparently very convincing yeah, for a lot of people. Um, so what do you have to say about the draft where I just went Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquise Brown, Terry McLaurin before I went Raheem Mostert? I guess I'm the doctor now because I'm about to prescribe you some testosterone pills. That's all I'll say, buddy. Okay. You talked about, I think it was when we were off air and weren't, weren't recording. I mean, have you talked to Denny about this specifically? I mean, I know he's he's big zero RB guy. Like you said, Sean Siegel's a big zero RB guy. I mean, are you have you been in, in any any type of communication with these guys? I don't know if you've ever watched an episode of reality TV, but sometimes someone will look into the camera and say, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about the fantasy football space, okay? All I care about is getting followers in winning leagues. And I don't care about Denny. I don't care about Graham Barfield. I don't care about Scott Barrett, all these other quote unquote industry personalities. I don't care what they think. Okay. Do great people become great because they care what other people think? That's a rhetorical question, Edwin. The answer is no, and neither do I. Okay. Well, um, do you have any statistics or data to back sort of some of this stuff you've been spewing all over the airwaves about going robust? Yeah. Yeah, wide receiver one scoring's way down, Edwin. I don't know if you got that news coming across your desk, but it is. Wide receiver is deeper than the Mariana Trench this year. You can wait until round 14. You get a couple Kenny Stills types. You patch it together, and you hammer the opposition with your 13 running backs. Okay. Who'd you take a tight end on that team? Tight end? I abstained. You have, you have no tight end on your team? No tight end. Did you take... Another receiver by chance, other than Kenny Stills? I did. I handcuffed him with Kiki Kuti. Kiki Kuti has a stress fracture, Pete. Yeah, well, I have, I'm getting a little stress uh, fracture talking to you, I'll tell you that much. Okay, moving on here. So, what kind of. Moving on to what? There's than, still more? Other than ro- going robust RB, what other type of mistake do you see? fantasy players make more often that you wish they didn't make as often. I think people spend their fab too quickly. That's it. Yeah. I like, I like to save hundred percent of my fab for week 17. I mean, that's when all the backups are starting. That's when you need it. Great. That was a look inside the mind of Pete Overzet um, on the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast, Pete. We do band-aids of advice. Um, it can be fantasy football related or otherwise. It can be... Wait, is that is that, a, is that like an official slogan or something you just said for the first time? Band-aids yeah, of advice? I guess every single guest that's ever been on gives out band-aids of advice. Although I don't, I'm not entirely certain right, how I... much I actually want to hear what other bullshit you have to say. But give me a band-aid of advice before we sign off, man. Um, band-aid of advice. Um, whenever you think you should stop drafting running backs, draft one more. All right. This has been something. Um, this has been something with Pete. Can I, Pete, what can I do some, can I do some plugs? Um, 
You have an entire fucking link tree of plugs, Pete. Do you not have them in front of you? I have them right here. Randomizer Best Ball Draft on YouTube. Right. Swolecast on YouTube. Fantasy Menza on YouTube. He's got an LOLZ no. DFS show. He's got... I don't stand... I don't stand by the art on that those that that links to. I need to update it. I'm a new person now. You should delete your TikTok too. TikTok's fucking weird. You're way too old. Oh yeah, you you're worried about the you're worried about the the Chinese government spying on you. Is that yeah. your issue with it? That's that's what it is, Pete. It has nothing to do with you being a grown ass man on an app made for 15 year old girls. That's uh, that's my concern. How about how about you? How about you give one band aid of it? Like people tune into this for. God knows what, but they want some kind of injury you, nugget. Give them just sit down and let me. Yeah, let me say what my bandaid of advice here. I'm, don't I'm, don't I'm believe people on the internet. Don't look mm. up to anybody that you've never met. I would say don't mm. listen to the persona that you think that somebody that you think you know puts on because it turns mm. out a lot of times you've been taking some advice from people that don't know what the fuck they're actually talking about and they'll pull the what's the sh- the the sheepskin over your eyes isn't sheepskin a condom i don't even really know it's it's the wool i pulled the wool yeah, over your one. eyes any fucking ways that would be my advice don't listen to people on the internet that you don't know because they very very likely could be lying to you and uh that's not pointed at all pete I was gonna say it seemed like um, you were holding up a giant mirror and looking right into it as you, you have delivered that monologue. To say before buddy. we get out of here, I don't even know if I'm gonna. I love fantasy points. Subscribe to fantasy points. I, I don't even know what to say to you, man. I don't even know if this is gonna go published. All right, um, all right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Catch you next time. Pete, what the fuck was that, man? I thought you were gonna be a little more reasonable once we hit the record button. Are we back to being off the record? Yes. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you you so hard. Yeah, fuck you. No,